You guys ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I pull up Wikipedia. Oh, actually, sorry, I'm not ready. <laughs> I gotta get this coming. One, two, Here, Jack, don't, three, don't move. Four, one, oh, two. No, because you have to start the pod. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to O Cousin, My, my cousin. cousin. Jack, can you try that with us? O Cousin, cousin My cousin. Brother. Brother, Cousin. Wait, oh, I got oh, it. Let's try yeah, it. let's do it. I can say that, but you guys can't. Right, but o you are still my... O Cousin, My Cousins. It works. It does work. It does work. Welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> Jack's back. Are we live? Jack's back. Oh, I'm back. You're back, baby. And literally in black. <gasps> wow. Bam. No. No. We're no. not doing that. Are we not doing YouTube, that? They're going to flag us. Yeah, it's they copyright. are going to flag us. Oh, it is copyright. Speaking of, <clears throat> let's play the theme song from The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. <gasps> Please. No, we're not going to do that. Copyright, Al. Yeah. Dang it. <sighs> Such an idiot. How you guys doing? So good. Doing well. So you said the Ballad of Buster Scruggs? The Ballad, ballad. of Buster Scruggs. The, ballad, the Buster of Ballad Scruggs. Ooh. I thought it was the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. That's on me. <laughs> <laughs> so you watched Dang the it. wrong movie. I'll, I'll just pull it out. We're good. That's good. I'm going to Wikipedia it real quick. Is he serious? No. No. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. I The, the movie. I'm going to read the synopsis. Please do. Guys. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs mm. is six tales of life and violence in the Old West. Following a singing gunslinger, a bank robber, a traveling impresario, an elderly prospector, a wagon train, and a perverse pair of bounty hunters. Hmm. From IMDb. So, Battle is the Coen Brothers' latest film that came out in 2018. What did you guys think of Ballad of Buster Scruggs? I liked it a lot. <clears throat> um, I liked it a lot the first time I saw it. When it first came out, I remember I sat down um, with my housemates up in Bellingham and we all just tuned in. It was definitely not what I was expecting. Um, I was expecting an entire tale, you know, of just one guy. <clears throat> pleasantly surprised and because of that i would give this i think a 7.5 nice yeah jack you had never seen this before i remember my little brother alex showed me a couple like what are they vignettes yeah if you will one of them you showed Maybe me me i think you showed me two of them and i remember i was not a fan <laughs> I was kind of like, it's it's okay. Yeah. And then after rewatching it, I liked it a little bit better. I would probably give this one, say a seven. Seven. I would go seven, maybe a 6.5. All right. Okay. All right. Um, it's definitely different than any Coen Brothers movie we've seen. It's also very different than kind of any movie that we've really seen, mm -hmm. but it's still a hundred percent Coen brothers. <laughs> well said. So it's hard yeah. to kind of pinpoint exactly, you know what it is, mm -hmm. but I really liked it for what it was. I thought it was really cool. Um, I liked what they 
uh, were trying to do and did do. Yeah. Um, so I'd probably give this one like a like a seven point like seven five or something like that. <laughs> not quite an eight. Not quite an eight. <laughs> because although I really liked it, it's not like I watched. I'm like, oh, that's one of my favorites or whatnot. But I still really liked it. Cool. Um, I want to start with you guys telling me your favorite of the chapters and your least favorites and we could do like a loose ranking of them i love that i'd love to i'm down for that because this is the only movie apart from like a tv show where you can really chop it up into segments unless you do like a tarantino with the different chapters but this these are like separate stories and and they really don't tie together and they're all different themes too like the first, the first one, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, is kind of like a musical, yeah. and then the rest are kind of serious, but there's yeah. some mm-hmm. that have elements that are maybe not as realistic as others, so it's it's definitely an interesting watch, and they're very different, so I want to know which ones you guys liked better than others. Totally. Um, I would say uh, for, um, I think my favorite one, it's a tie, but I would say, I think it was the second one. The second chapter, the one with uh, James Franco, near Algodones. That one, pan shot. The pan shot. Pan yeah. shot. That was that, that made me laugh the most. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh, it was Stephen Root, the guy that played um, what's his name from yeah, Office Space. Office Space. Yeah. yeah. Was it Milton? Milton yeah. from Office Space. So he plays the bank teller and all that. Right. But that was that made me laugh the most. Yeah. Cool. Was um, after he stole the money, started running out of the back, and mm-hmm. then he got shot and hid behind that well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Stephen Root comes running out with a bunch of pot, <laughs> like pots and bands all over his body, and every time James <laughs> Franco shoots him, he just goes, pan shot, pan shot. And yeah. he just charges him. He just charges yeah. him. That four was, times. Shot him four times. So four Each times. time was a pan shot. Oh, yeah. It's just, it was hilarious. Um, okay, so that's your favorite. That's my favorite. And then the whole thing with James Franco and the hanging. Mm-hmm. God, like... <laughs> And then, and then the cattle after he gets saved yeah. from the hanging and then oh, yeah, the, he gets yeah. like posed as like a cattle, you know, thief. thief and yeah. then he, after he again, helped him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just terrible. Terrible luck. Uh, what was, what was your yeah. favorite? Cause my favorite was the gal who got rattled. <clears throat> I think that had the coolest story. Um, and when Mr. Arthur just goes buck at the end after mm-hmm. not saying much and being really cold towards um alice alice long yeah i it was just so cool dog hole and just being it was yeah awesome. and so sad yeah but i didn't mind that it was sad because it was realistic well and that's kind of the the theme throughout like all of these stories is that they're just very realistic in mm-hmm. a way and like i can't imagine things ending well in the old west no not like we see in the movies with you know john wayne and whatnot sure you know there's not really the riding off into the sunset so we 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 get the vibe of that Mm -hmm. but it just doesn't doesn't pan out that way and it's it's kind of hard to watch Mm -hmm. because it's they're not happy endings but no they're still very interesting not all of them not all happy the the guy who got rattled was probably my favorite. It was also by far the longest, so it, it had more time to develop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I really liked the All Gold Canyon. 
with the minor. Really? Yeah. I thought that was just really cool. I did too. Um, especially the, 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 the guy who played the minor, I think he did a really good job mm-hmm. and I thought he was hilarious. He was funny. Um, but cool. Yeah. Um, cool. What was, what was your least favorite one? The last one. Yeah. Easy. Oh, okay. With the, uh, with the bounty hunters and the carriage. The yeah. mortal remains. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, yeah. I was totally lost on that one. <laughs> just, well, not that I was lost. I didn't know what was going on. I was just kind of like, I was watching it and I was like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> not your forte. It wasn't my forte. It was really slow. Sure. I mean, the ending was, I liked the ending. Of yeah. It. it was pretty cool. It was cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I feel like mine's a tie between that one. Yeah. And, um, meal, meal ticket. ticket. Yeah. Meal ticket is that one. I just can't really watch. I almost just kind of skipped it. Cause yeah. I was like, I knew, <laughs> I know what happens in this part or like this segment. And yeah. I'm like, it, 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 it. there's it, nothing to really find out about yeah. it. So I just skipped. I, Liam, I watched it, but I wanted to skip it. It was a very yeah. depressing ending. It was yeah. terrible. Kind of hilarious. Right. Because he goes all in on this chicken and dumps the human <laughs> literally. Um, so that was pretty bad. I wish we saw the chicken not work though. I know. I wish we got some sort of thing that was kind of like a screw you to the Liam Neeson character. Yeah. That would have been good. Not good. I think that's too happy of an ending for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Joel and Ethan were thinking when they were writing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, it, it is kind of funny how there's, moments that i really really like but there's also ones that i really dislike mm-hmm. like the meal ticket um like that i just did i i just don't think that one needed to be in there like i'd be happier if it was almost not in there i agree and it's weird that in a movie that there's there's that's different of a contrast right <clears throat> i think that i think it's pretty interesting though because they're they're showcasing so many different um people and different lives yeah and i feel like that's totally something that someone would do back Mm -hmm. then oh sure um you know just go for whatever's going to bring you the the most money what's ever Mm going to give you the the quickest buck um even if that means buying a chicken and throwing a a torso a man with nothing but a torso like off the edge of a like it's just it's just awful it's so (laughs) awful yeah but people would do that um and I and I love how they get pretty wacky with it, especially with the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. That one's so funny. Mm-hmm. It's so funny, and I love the music with it. Tim yes. Blake Nelson is just fantastic. Um, and you know, it it it's like they push the boundaries of like realism. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that they do that. But then they also kind of bring it back to something that's so real and hits so hard that you're just like, what am I experiencing right now? You know, it's almost like I'm watching six basically completely different movies all in one mm-hmm. it's almost like a mini series but mm-hmm. but in movie format yeah like it's <laughs> different stories different yeah. stories it feels like different writers sometimes mm. like different yeah anyways i do gotta say with that meal ticket one mm-hmm. it was horrible when he <laughs> when um liam neeson gets super drunk around oh. the fire oh and is this is this too deep no this is great <laughs> when he, he gets too drunk on the fire and he's like all right we're going yeah and he grabs a can i call him a quaddy <laughs> is that too insensitive uh let's just let's just go with uh, um, a, a disabled a disabled okay as uh what brent would say 
Yeah. Brant. 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 Mr. Lebowski is disabled. He is disabled. So he brings the disabled person up the stairs and he straps him to that chair. Yeah. And he had half the mind to turn him around. Turn him around. (laughs) But but no earplugs. Like, what's up with that? Or you could have... Just put him out of the room, yeah. or like just he turns really, them back well, around too once they, once, once they're, they're done. done, and it's like literally at the foot of the bed. But it's, it's terrible, and it's it's so interesting because at the beginning, you th- I I kind of felt like Liam, his character was better because he does everything for this guy. You know, he feeds him, he mm-hmm. helps him go to the bathroom, does his makeup, dresses him up, like puts on this whole presentation and stage for him, and then. I, th- I thought Liam was a good guy until, he, yeah, he got drunk oh, yeah. and then he started, you know, singing the, like, dick, like, kill him, whatever song around the fire. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, the thespian, the guy who was, like, super freaked out and his eyes wide and he's like, I don't think this is good for me or anyone. Mm-hmm. It's like he almost saw his demise coming in that moment. Yeah. But like you said, at first, you, you kind of think they're partners in a way. Yeah. But then you realize that... Um, the the thespian Dudley from Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That is who that is. Yeah. Um. Sorry. What? Do you remember that, Jack? Did you ever see the? I I saw maybe half of one Harry Potter movie. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Anyway, um, until you realize he basically has like no autonomy. Mm. and Liam Neeson makes all of his decisions for him like yeah. we're going into town mm-hmm. like he doesn't have a say or anything and mm-hmm. um, like I, I get that he's Liam Neeson's taking care of him mm-hmm. and so there has to be you know give and take yeah and but it's still it's just it's hard to watch he's basically kind of like a pet or like a dog say, yeah. and there he's is making money for Liam Neeson's right. character right right yeah. that's yeah. his whole purpose exactly mm-hmm. but and that's the only reason why Liam Neeson takes care of him is for profit. And then, I don't know. It's just it's it's just kind of like you realize as it goes on that it's basically just a dog and an owner. And then the owner doesn't talk to the dog at all, and the dog doesn't talk back. They're just kind of there to like a working for, relationship, exactly. And it's just like ah. it's bad. It's it's it 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 uh, it uh, it's just, it's a uh, it's not a good it's not a good look. No, it's not a good fit. No, that's not a good fit. That's a bad fit. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad fit. And then even Liam Neeson's character, he even mm-hmm. like in clear sight of his partner goes to the bridge and dumps a rock off. I know. You know, like, like it's test it. Yeah, like it didn't even try to hide it no. or anything, and it's just and on the walk back, he's like smiling yeah he smiles he's like don't worry bud yeah (laughs) yeah hey Hey, what are you doing yeah it's just it's just a rough one yeah Yeah. very rough but um let's jump back to the first one the first one we see Mm -hmm. Ballad of buster scruggs Mm -hmm. um it's a story that we have seen a lot before the very Mm -hmm. first chapter it's it's a drifter wandering into uh bars and towns and shooting like the disagreeable outlaws right um and you know dueling and whatnot Mm -hmm. but the the character of buster scruggs is completely different than the characters we see in those normal storylines like normally it's the man with no name who wanders into town he doesn't say a word more than he needs to and he's really cool and calm and collected and you know Mm -hmm. you know clint eastwood yeah but this is a guitar (laughs) singing kind of flamboyant shorter clad 
yeah white clad dressed cowboy mm-hmm. who's yeah shorter kind of skinny kind of kind of a looking. scrawny goofy like, guy yeah positive like, yeah. yeah and i think that really gives like this an interesting view because it's yeah. familiar but it's different mm-hmm. and then he's not hard like a lot of the characters that normally would be but mm-hmm. he's just as badass because he totally. does crazy things. Crazy totally things. He does like insane things that, you know, are totally unrealistic. Right. But it still makes him like a badass character, even though he's not seemingly so. Yeah. 100%. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Like, I, lo- I mean, a few things I, I love about this ch- this chapter is, the, the I mean, obviously the, the comedic part of it, parts of it, like um, when he enters the first saloon with all the hombres and he kind of taps his his um his chest and then you just have like the cloud of a perfect shape of him behind mm-hmm. him as he walks of dust yeah yeah that it's was just pretty cool sorry of dust um you know the piece of wood and the table uh against clancy brown mm-hmm. <laughs> when he just like kicks it and makes him shoot himself but he does yeah. like multiple times like that's, that's so my, it's my favorite part <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> so unrealistic it's so it's, funny it's though. so ridiculous it's but it's hilarious and it, um breaking out in song that's just his that's just his way of like going through his story and coping with things and everyone in this this saloon was freaking out after that you know he killed the guy that pulled the gun on him mm. and his way of you know taking everyone's uh, attention off of that is by breaking out into this surly joe song and everyone's just all of a sudden on board they're loving it into except it. for his brother or whatever that's like yeah. freaking out <laughs> he's like you killed him you shot him like a dog um <laughs> And then flying away as an angel with a little harp mm-hmm. at the end of the at the end of his his story, um, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. <clears throat> I also really loved the the shot from inside the guitar when you first see him. Yeah, with the Coen Brothers. Oh, when he's on the horse. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they did something similar in Lebowski with the bowling ball. Oh, it's going right. Down the line. Yeah, it's just that's cool. Shots like that are awesome. When I first, when I when I was rewatching this, I saw the guitar shot. I was kind of like. I don't know. I was like, I, I felt like it didn't really fit. Like it was really okay. funny, but it, like they were showing all these really cool landscape shots, and mm-hmm. then they go inside of a guitar. And yeah, but it, it's still cool and fun. Fair enough. Yeah, and like good, good tie-in with the bowling ball. Mm-hmm. Big I got some. I got like some f- interesting facts about the Buster Scruggs. I love it. Dude, chapter. Let's do it. Um, he refuses to play a poker hand that was left on the table. Mm-hmm. And he looks at it, right? And they basically give him crap for you gotta if you look at it, you gotta play it. Well the the hand, <clears throat> excuse me, the hand we see is aces and eights, which is known as the dead man's hand. Oh. And legend has it that <laughs> this is the same hand that gunman gunman gungan wild <laughs> Wild Bill Hickok was holding when he was killed. So he sees it and he's basically like, that's, I'm a dead, that's, that's, I'm not going to play it because then Mm -hmm. I'll be a dead man or whatever. Wow. So that was kind of And yet he is later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The brother of the guy he killed with the, with the table Uh plank uh, comes in and, you know, tells him to duel and Buster asks him if he needs a count and yeah. he says no, and he shoots him like right away. Right, right away. away. Yep. Um, when the kid, the guy dressed all in black with the harmonica, comes mm-hmm. in, he asks Buster Scruggs if he wants a count, 
and he says nah and right after buster scruggs says it he gets shot yeah so it's just like the new it like right there it like switched Mm -hmm. and buster scruggs switched roles from being you know the man about town to the dead man yeah but i gotta say that was a really cool shot oh when uh, when buster got shot yeah he's just kind of like oh that's not good (laughs) (laughs) and just it's really cool he takes off his hat and then you see the hole and then it comes back down Mm-hmm. And then you see another hole with blood splattered on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just really like, cool. I think it was, it was cool. a really cool shot. It was well mm-hmm. done. It was. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah, he's, he's a total, he's a total badass. Like you said, um, he's almost, his whole story kind of almost feels fairy tale esque. Uh, the things he does seem completely impossible, like shooting all five fingers off that guy who's like a quarter, half a mile away, whatever. That was really cool. With a pistol. And then, but it always shows how there's always going to be someone better mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's who this harmonica playing guy right. is. <clears throat> I thought it was funny, though, that the person who bested him was basically the same thing. Like, yeah. Gunslinger played music and, like, you know, dressed all in one color and kind of cocky kind of neat yeah like neatly sharply dressed and obviously groomed he had a nice stash going but Mm -hmm. he wasn't like the the ombres and the gun like the gun singers we saw but um the kid that's i think that's his name in the movie like he is the only one that actually showed buster scruggs like respect yeah he was the only one that got his his name right that he liked the that's right the songbird of whatever it was but yeah. everyone else like messed up his name or call him like the, the little prick and stuff like yeah, that like, the, i think the you west mean... texas like mm-hmm. twit or yeah, something like that yeah. whatever right. but like he was the only one that actually like looked up to him and knew him as as what buster scruggs likes to be referred to mm-hmm. and so that kind of gives this feeling of oh this guy's not very threatening because he's polite he's basically a buster scruggs but then sure enough he's the one that mm-hmm. is uh is his demise yep nuts pretty neat i will say he my favorite quote he says in in his chapter is whoa when they made this feller they forgot to put in the quick (laughs) the quit was it the quit yeah because he kept looking for like his gun he kept trying to pull his gun out when he had no fingers oh Oh, after got all five shot off gotcha that was quick that's great they both work yeah they do yeah then what does he he turns around says i reckon i got like one shot left <laughs> one shot left better I'm not s- get too fancy with <laughs> yeah. it yeah of course i am using left is right yeah, yeah dude, <laughs> the gun is upside down <laughs> instantly dead oh it's <laughs> funny right through the forehead yeah all right this is the next one yeah near algodones mm-hmm. uh jack you said this was your favorite this one was way up there for me too i thought it was awesome C- cool seeing james franco yeah like that mm-hmm. um there's also some other kind of interesting stuff in this chapter that um, I thought was really cool. So we see James Franco standing outside of the bank and he's watching it and there's the well in the shot and the well's holding a, like a bucket with a rope and it has like the rope quick, like creaking sound. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of foreshadowed his, um, the oh, way he yeah. was going to die. That's cool. Via rope. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, the banker. Me neither. The banker, who is the guy, Milton from Office <laughs> Milton, Space. Yeah, it's Stephen Root. Yeah. Uh, he explains what happened to the two attempted robbers before. And 
for on like first watch you're kind of like oh the, this guy's just like making shit up to cover his own ass you know it's mm-hmm. like here in the west everyone is making up lies to survive and whatnot yeah. and then and then um when proceeding with the robbery the banker leans down behind the table or the counter to get the the big bills and he shoot he fires off like three shotguns right at the guys at the at the feet yeah of the bank robber Mm -hmm. and then he you know knows and dodges it but that correlates with the story that he told the bank robber of of what happened to the guys who previously tried to rob the bank Hmm. so he says the bank the banker says what happened to the guys before oh sure enough have two times attempted i should say one fellow shot dead bingo the other i held for the marshal both of his legs were shredded and that was yeah. from the, the shotgun. Yeah. It all set up on the ground there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had to lock him in the vault there. Marshall didn't come through but once a month, and he just visited the previous re- week. Had to bill at that scab for, what, three weeks? Applying a poultice of wet leaves and urine. He's in Yuma now, busting rocks. Still a little gimpy from what they say. Fellow by the name of Shively, unless I misremember, said his poppy was from France. So the guy was freaking nuts. That's crazy. The guy like just killed two guys who tried to rob him and he was out there all alone. And then yeah. he kept one guy just in the vault with his legs just shot to shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was nuts. Like you look at this guy and you're like, ah, he, you know, he's not going to hurt a fly or whatnot. Yeah, a normal bank teller or whatnot. Exactly. And then like mm-hmm. all this stuff is going on. Like, can you imagine going into that bank mm-hmm. and then he goes back into the vault and gets whatever. And there's a guy just in there like screaming or yelling, waiting for the marshal. I just thought it was nuts. I don't know. I mean, he knows how to hold it down. Yeah. And then the pans, of course, like he has his his suit of armor ready. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, something I just realized is that there's three shots of that shotgun and James Franco's character has three run-ins with death, like right back to back. Yeah. You know, first is the pan shot guy and then potentially getting hung. Mm-hmm. The first time on the tree, and then finally his yeah. actual death at the very end. Comes in threes. Comes in threes. Oh. I did not realize that. Yeah. I don't know. Pretty cool. That one was cool, though. And then there was a, <clears throat> another moment of, like, funny violence Yeah, in this one. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know why, but sometimes, like, if it's really violent, there's, like, a slapstick comedy to it. Like, the in the Buster Scruggs one, we see the the table you know kick the guy's slap yeah like it's just mm-hmm. it's just f- like for some reason it's awful but it's funny right and then there's another one that i thought was kind of funny is when james franco was he was on the horse with the rope and he was getting like pulled away and then um the native americans come in and start attacking yeah one of the guys who was hanging him got shot in the neck with an arrow and yeah. then he like snaps it off half like half of the arrow off uh-huh. and, and then another one just comes right in yeah and hits him in the neck again and he's just done he's like but, oh it's too bad man <laughs> like, god damn it i know can't catch it's like a break. shocking but it's like yeah funny god that man idiot. that main guy that was saying how you know we're gonna carry the sentence out he was the father from the, the witch, witch. yeah i recognized instantly from his voice yeah i didn't i didn't remember that but you've seen i you've seen the witch i have seen the witch yeah. and i did not put that connection together yeah Oh no way! Yeah, it is. I love his voice. So like, yeah, he's so low and raspy. Yeah, he does have a really good voice. It's so cool. It was perfect for like a cowboy. Yeah. No, absolutely stellar. 
and then he sees a pretty girl at the end and then dies so it's like hey you know mm-hmm. out of all the people who died in this you know it's not a bad way right to go. <clears throat> um the random apache attack was nuts mm-hmm. but it again like foreshadowed events later in the movie with uh the gal who got rattled yeah so i thought that was cool. it's like there's the presence of native americans around mm-hmm. but just never really know when they're gonna strike i guess yeah all right let's let's skip let's get meal, meal ticket, ticket because we kind of already talked about that go to yeah. the all jack gold. wasn't that your favorite one actually meal ticket meal ticket wasn't that the best one absolutely not right no yeah how'd you feel about the all gold canyon jack <laughs> Cause you, you said it was kind of silly, right? It was silly. I didn't like that one. Why not? Okay. I don't know. Like, I mean, half of it was this, you know, dude, you know, forging for gold, you know, nothing happens. And mm-hmm. what, he finally finds a piece and then gets shot in the back. Mm-hmm. I think most of it was just, I don't know, it was boring to me. Okay. Sure. I don't know. I mean, the, I, I did like the ending again. Yeah. But yeah, it just didn't sit with me. Hmm. Sure. Yeah. I don't know why. Did you like that one, Cuz? I yeah, I did. I did like it. I <clears throat> it wasn't as exciting because it was very slow paced, but I liked how he was, you know, interacting with nature, like the owl eggs. And when he saw when the owl saw him taking the eggs, he's like, ah, maybe just one. You know, how high can an owl count anyway? Mm-hmm. And so he was taking that into you know consideration into consideration with what he's doing. He's making sure he's not destroying the area and not you know making life harder for yeah. the inhabitants that were there before him taking what like seems to him his fair share yeah, or... to survive yeah you know um i liked his singing and his donkey <laughs> and just the scenery was beautiful with you know the mountains and the, the stream and yeah. it was just so it was so cool but i i like i mostly liked how he was talking to mr pocket yeah. the whole time and that was kind of how he kept saying you know he's having like these conversations with himself more or less and i hated it i hated it when the guy was standing behind him after he did all that work and busted his ass to finally find the pocket of gold mm-hmm. and he just gets shot in the back um and when the first time i watched this movie i was like that's gonna be where it ends mm-hmm. because that's how this movie has been going yeah the good people the people that are hardworking die in the end um but it was so it was so great to watch him play dead as long enough for the the young kid to enjoy his cigarette and then jump down and then he just gets his fair share and pull you know rolls him over and then i mean smartly shoots him like three times or something yeah um to make sure he's gone but i loved that this one actually had a happy ending yeah more or less even though he was critically injured you know he was shot but he survived it didn't hit nothing important (laughs) important. (laughs) it went straight through uh yeah so it's it's higher up there for me out of all six of them but yeah yeah just the scenery though of that one is just it's the valley is just so beautiful but i think there's a lot of allegory in that one where it's like how humans can affect nature and vice versa or totally like and like kind of like greed mm-hmm. with um how hard he was working and then yeah. how someone came in and just because it's gold he committed murder mm-hmm. and i think that's another thing i think that it brings up is we we watch all these cowboy movies and when people die they're just they're just straight up murdered mm-hmm. like it's just like straight murder it's, yeah. it's not just always like you know 
cops and or marshals and and robbers and stuff it's just yeah like, you know there's so much killing and yeah. like for nothing mm-hmm. it's just nuts so dangerous it is pretty dangerous i tell you what <laughs> oh, it's like you oh, know how geez. many you know how many like serial killers there were in the cowboy days because you just like you know if you're an outlaw yeah like they call them outlaws but it's like no they're like serial killers they're <laughs> like yeah. bad they would yeah. never never get caught no it's just I know. nuts different time i do uh, the last thing i will say about this chapter is mm-hmm. that as he's leaving you were, i mean you were kind of saying how nature and humans you know go hand in hand mm-hmm. um or how they interact with one another and affect one another as he's leaving all of nature comes back the butterflies go back to the flowers the deer comes back to the stream mm-hmm. um and he kind of lifts up his hand as he's walking back through the woods like good riddance like yeah all right i'm glad mm-hmm. that's over um and then as the kid is waiting on top of the the hole that's been dug to see if the old man's gonna move after he's been shot we see the owl Lee, behind him yeah. uh make a noise and it's it's almost like symbolizing that this guy is he like the owl is watching over this guy and mm-hmm. making sure that he's gonna be all right because he did the owl or he did the owl a solid by not eating all of his babies true all all, all so, of her babies and sorry. when that i think when the owl like screeched or whatever and made the guy turn didn't that allow the miner to grab his little tool or something i don't know i don't know if it did hmm. i don't know but pretty neat <laughs> pretty neat man jack do you have any final thoughts on um all gold canyon oh no you guys said it all just perfectly okay all right the gal who got rattled jack did you like this one no damn it (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i'm glad i'm happy you're being honest about it i'm being honest you know yeah yeah i'm I'm sorry you didn't really like this movie better but i'm glad you were able to watch it being like a fan of coen brothers i think you know it's worth a, a watch oh it is absolutely worth a watch um not gonna lie, I did tune out probably a little past halfway. Sure. Just sure. kinda like, okay, it's kinda getting a little slow, you know, in and out and whatnot. But mm-hmm. I will say the first half is amazing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> first half is amazing, but I, I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. Not your favorite. <clears throat> so the no. guy who got rattled starts just over like halfway of the movie. Mm. And then it's by far the longest chapter. I think it's almost like 40 minutes, like 30, wow. 30 or 40, something like that. Yeah, oh, that's wow. long. But you really do get way more backstory than any others. Mm-hmm. And then you see how it pans out. But um, I thought the relationship yes. between Billy Knapp. Billy Knapp and Alice Longabo was, it was super sweet mm-hmm. and like, but simple. Yeah, very simple. But I think that made it like really believable. Like I really believed in their relationship, even though they didn't like they had a connection of being able to talk to each other easily right? and finding comfort in each other. And I thought it was just kind of cool how they came to almost like an accord, but mm-hmm. it was all, but Billy was super respectful and just like yeah. as nice as you could possibly be. I know, which was great. I just thought that that relationship was more believable than like some others we see in movies or, yeah. or like whatnot. Hollywood. I, yeah. And I just thought it was like. It just seemed very natural and cool, and I, uh, I appreciated that. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I will say, um, it sucks that the the girl's brother died from cholera right off the bat. Yeah, 
Like literally right, right off the they, bat. She's stuck the with, morning after they left. Yeah. And she dead. gets stuck with his dog and then all of his responsibilities mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not knowing who the guy in the contact in Oregon is yeah. or how to really get to him. And she's then, in the dark. And then there's the, the wagon boy who's being promised sums that, you know, she can't pay. He's in a bad mood the whole time. Keeps making faces. And <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> help her out. I, yeah, my, my favorite character throughout this whole chapter is Mr. Arthur. His getup yeah. is so cool with like the like kind of fitted blue jacket and the white hat is nuts. And then obviously with the, mm. the gray beard and gray stash, it's fantastic, but <clears throat> it's a good fit. Yeah. Good it's fit. A, it's yeah. a good, that's a good fit. It is. But he's such a cool character. He's so mm-hmm. silent like the whole time until the end when mm-hmm. he he's kind of in his element yeah. when he's fighting for his and Alice's lives. Yeah. You know, he's like, he knows exactly what to do and what to say. And he just does really cool things. And Billy says he has a sixth sense and you see like all of it. Yeah. Like he knows what the native Americans are going to do when they leave or come back or, or what. And he like explains as he, as he goes mm-hmm. to Alice just to kind of keep her calm. But that was cool like yeah. he tied he tied the horse's legs, legs together, together which so they won't, won't yeah. run away it's like instead of hitching them i thought that was cool so smart yeah hides behind the the kind of the little ridge watch mm-hmm. it like notices the prairie dog so he's like we just need to stay here because they're gonna hit dog holes and they're yeah. gonna get messed up and we can't run out of here because we could hit dog holes and get you know right and he gives them like a peace offering right away mm-hmm. and he's like they didn't accept it so we're in for a fight yep and i look because he hate he seems to hate alice the whole time mm-hmm. you know right off the bat when her brother dies um billy Knapp's like well no if you need anything just ask me or mr arthur and as soon as he says that mr arthur just like turns and books and <laughs> walks away and you know miss billy Knapp's trying to confide in mr arthur and say you know i think i'm gonna marry this girl i'm gonna propose to her it means i'm gonna leave you you know you're and then he i mean he says to alice you know i i don't want to be like him i don't want to grow old and have no family and sleep on like, the ground sleep and- on the ground and as he's trying to tell Mr. Arthur, he's just like, Mr. Arthur just says, yeah. And then he says, so what do you think about that? And he's like, oh, there's my gloves. Yeah. He's like, no, he's like, it's like, not like, even listening. Like our, he's like bummed, you know, he's losing his buddies. Yeah. He's never going to say that, but it's just like, he's losing his trail partner. Mm-hmm. But man. And the ending just sucks. Such a cool fight though. Like just oh, one guy cool. against like so 15, many on horses. Maybe and then 15? just crazy stuff and and um when he kind of even plays dead and so that last uh the last native american who was hiding behind the horse came up and you know whacked him on the head yeah he comes up and is about to scalp him mm-hmm. and then he just raises his pistol and blows him away and it's just like oh fuck i know <laughs> it's really intense i don't I know. know i just thought like like that segment was just so cool and so well done that it was just and there's like no music the whole time during it yeah it was just like I don't know, the pure, Super the intense. pure intensity of it like made it. But then Alice does the just, deed, yeah, kills just, herself. And then I <clears throat> I I love too soon. I know, it is too soon, but I love how I, I mean I like the storybook aspect of it where you see the graphic images. Um or the 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 graphics with the little uh subtext underneath mm-hmm. and how that one ends with billy or you know mr arthur had no idea what he was going to say to billy knapp because yeah. he's already terrible at talking but like now how is he going to explain this to the man who loved was this just girl? about to marry, to marry you know 
had a whole plan worked out and mm-hmm. just all for naught. Just for naught. Man, that whole thing was just for naught. That's what this movie is. It's just for naught. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But, like, it kind of just shows, like, anyone could be killed or, like, murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's still the case today, but it's just, with in the West, it's like, a thespian could be killed. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why, why would that ever be the case? But it's because they would make more money somewhere else, you know? Yeah. Just the way the West went, right, bruv? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Ha ha. And the last one, Mortal Remains, Jack, you said you didn't really like this one. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> Fucking garbage. Oh, my God. Oh. oh. It's just the, the whole dialogue in the in the carriage. I s- it was a little long. Yeah, it, it's just it a different, it's a totally different chapter than all the others. It's just totally. dialogue. But there's a lot of subtext to it, which makes it, you know, mean more than what it appears. Maybe sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely have to rewatch it. Sure. Uh, we sure. can explain a little, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have some notes on, like, like there's, like, one theory I read that was kind of cool. And then, mm-hmm. um, so if you want, I can just start. Yeah. The one thing I will say is that at the beginning of this one, when the trapper... His monologue. His monologue, and he just would not shut up. I was just sitting there like, what the hell is yeah. up with this guy? He's not... I, I, I would have timed it if I had thought about it. He just but kept going on. I feel like he talked for like three or four minutes straight. Straight and fucking garbage. Did, and you couldn't really... <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't really understand like half of it. Half of it is just like... Uh, I think that's what turned me off right away. Yeah. was the, literally the opening You were sitting there and sure. you were thinking... Oh yeah God. not not this one yeah um, fair enough brother an interesting part in the stagecoach is okay. they asked some i forgot how it was brought up but mm-hmm. it was everyone had an I- idea of like two types of people that's right in the wor- in the world and the trapper said everyone's a ferret he's like <laughs> just everyone's a ferret yeah and i think that's how it starts and then the <laughs> that lady in the middle is she's like they're either upright or sinning you know, yeah. totally, that's what she would say. Okay. And then the Frenchman, who's clearly a gambler, he's like, they're either lucky or they're unlucky. Mm-hmm. And then the Englishman and the Irishman, who are sitting, the two yeah. sitting next to each other, yeah. they're like, no, you're either dead or alive. Right. And that's, in their scenario, that's the correct mm-hmm. answer. Mm-hmm. And so the stagecoach driver is presumably death. Yeah. Because they say, um, oh, the driver never stops. Mm-hmm. And then the two, the Englishman and the Irishman are like reapers, essentially. Yeah. They're like the soul carriers. And then the trapper calls them bounty hunters. But that's the only way like the trapper could comprehend what they were. It, it was like a context that he could understand. Yeah. Made sense. And they just, they just rolled with it because they weren't going to try to explain anymore to him. But yeah. as you yeah. go on, the the light outside changes from like a warm life glow to dark and cool and mm-hmm. you kind of start realizing that shit like yeah. these people are already gone yeah but here is a theory there's an alternate take that um the this chapter is about the lady in the middle oh um she was traveling to meet her husband and the idea is she's alive in the first half of the story and then dies during her choking distress after being goaded by the Frenchman. 
So after the, like the Dude. Frenchman basically like eggs her on about how her husband like doesn't really love her or their relationship is fake or not not what all that she assumes. That's crazy. And the Irishman and the Englishman are actually on the coach to collect her specifically. And in the moment of her distress, the Englishman takes uh, it talks to her, which means he's doing the distracting. And then the Irishman takes her hand, which is doing the thumping. Oh, I don't know. It's I mean, a theory, sounds, but it sounds really cool. Sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. And it kind of yeah, makes it, 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 I think it adds a layer that makes that, makes it so that much one cooler. a little bit better. Yeah. Because they even, they tell them directly, like the Englishman's like, I do the talking, I distract and he does the thumping. And then he's, as he's telling them, like he is doing the distracting and then the Englishman or the Irishman does the thumping by taking her hand. Right. But it's just like real nice, real subtle. Totally. That was not my theory. I got that from, no, yeah, from yeah. the intertubes, but sweet. I thought that made it that way. way. Cool. <laughs> and then they, well, after you said that, <laughs> they arrive at the destination. They have no luggage and they, the Englishman, the Irishman carry a body inside and they mm-hmm. go up a stair like in down at the end of the hallway there's stairs leading up to like a light yeah and so it just kind of further you know explains that it is yeah. the afterlife but i thought it was cool that the the frenchman after he turned back as they entered the mansion and the doors are still open he turns mm-hmm. back and he watches death right off mm-hmm. and i feel like in that moment it finally clicked for him that this is where he's ending up yeah, like this is his, just accepted it. Is accepted it, and he just kind of perks up, taps his hat on like really kind of quickly, and he just like walks into the mansion, closes the doors, mm-hmm. you know. But he's not like sad or like gloomy yeah, or slow, it. and he's like, "All right, this is how it is." I did have the thought that it would also have been kind of cool if the characters who had died throughout yeah. the movie were those were the ones that were in the stagecoach. Yeah, that I would mean, be cool. It would it would have totally taken away the effect of at the yeah. beginning thinking everyone's alive. But yeah. it would have been kind of cool to see see the characters come together in some sort of way that, yeah. we, that we saw. That would, that would be cool. Been, that would have been really cool. Or if there was something that connected all of them that interweaved through all. Like mm-hmm. there was one character we saw each time in I know. each one or I think, something. But I think that's something I was really looking for the first time I watched it was just some sort of connection mm-hmm. between all the stories, but there just wasn't. Yeah, the only real connection was just like the theme of the wild of, west. Like despair and yeah you know, like tragedy and death and it's yeah. just but that's it's also like that's probably like what the west was like mm-hmm. what, what actually was yeah cool clear yeah. water water <laughs> yeah yeah nice. i i enjoyed it i think this was my second time watching or third but cool. I, I really did enjoy it watching it again yeah but i, I think if i do watch it like again from here i would kind of watch just like the the one segments that i would want to see again. yeah like the girl mm-hmm. got rattled or see the the pan shot pan one shot. again or pan shot. skip meal ticket probably yeah but it is kind of cool because you can watch whatever segments you like you don't yeah. need to see the whole movie that's the nice um, part about it being broken into vignettes yeah. did you like that format in a movie personally no okay i mean i would i prefer to watch a movie as a complete 
two and a half hour story from start to finish. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred it as a mini series because then I would have known what I was getting into. Yeah. And I kind of look at it like a mini series right. anyway. So as a movie format, I'd say no. What about you, Jack? I would say no as well. Um, like you said earlier, if they were somehow intertwined, like like you said, one character that was in every single one, I would probably be more interested into it. Mm-hmm. But as far as a movie, not a fan. Yeah. It, it's kind of tough because you finish one segment and then you basically start over. Yeah, you jump right And you do it. that six times. Yeah. And it's kind of like, especially the first time you watch it. Because I remember the first time I don't think I liked it nearly as much because mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was expecting or you know, I didn't like having to start over with a new character, a new story. And then having it like keep going like that, you're kind of like, oh, you know, this isn't like one, this whole movie isn't about Buster Scruggs. It's only right. like the first chapter was titled Buster Scruggs. Why is the whole movie On to the next it? thing and then on to the next thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of gets a little like tiring. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Because you're like, ugh, you know. But watching it again, after knowing it and just watching it for the segments themselves, it, it is better. It's a better watch. Yeah. If you ever feel like watching again, which you well, may honestly, not. Honestly, after this whole conversation, I actually might. Cool. Go. I actually, yeah, might be a good one just to actually sit down and really pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of really cool deepness to the movie because I know the Coen brothers like to get deep. They do. But you yes. just got to put all your attention into it and really focus on it to really get there otherwise you're kind of just like this is boring or this is yeah this isn't like a fun action gunslinger western or whatnot and mm-hmm. i don't know but yeah a lot of times you just don't know what you're watching right you go from buster scruggs dancing on the bar top to a disabled guy being thrown off a bridge yeah for a chicken terrible yeah it's well awful. jack i'm glad you at least tried to watch the yeah <laughs> i gave it i wouldn't say i gave it a valiant effort but <laughs> hey you watched it you can I say watched you watched it. it yeah but next the uh, second time i watch it i'm definitely gonna be actually be sitting down and really kind of picking it out and yeah i mean if you want to <laughs> yeah. there's I a might. bunch of other coen brother movies that you know we could always watch yeah check out any other ones. one but buster yes i'm down yeah okay yeah <laughs> right <laughs> they have so many we haven't seen too. i know oh yeah I've heard a lot about Raising Arizona. Oh, Nicolas Cage? Oh, yeah, yeah, I still haven't seen that one. I want to watch it. Ooh. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Uh, did you ever have Miss McDaniel? Yeah, I had Mickey D, yeah. Yeah, we we, <laughs> we actually, she showed us a couple of scenes from that movie. She did? Yeah. Wow, that flew right over my head. Oh, wow. Maybe if you saw him again, you'd be like, oh. Maybe. I get that sometimes. Man, yeah. Eighth grade, that was a long time ago. Long time ago. Well, Jack... Thank you for being on the pod. Thank you for joining us and talking about Lebowski and Scr- Buster Scruggs with us. That yeah, was pretty, that was yeah, awesome. Exciting. If you if you want to come back on, we'd love to have you. Yeah, totally. If there's a movie you want to show us that we haven't seen, you know, we'd love to do it that way. Or if there's something you're interested in watching that you haven't seen and would want to talk about, just let us know. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Of course. And with that, we'll sign off. Thank you for tuning in to oh cousin cousin, my cousin cousin. thanks for tuning in to this episode of oh cousin my cousin join us same time next week as we talk about the first video game series on the pod star wars battlefront it's battlefronts just all all of the battle all of them just all the battlefronts made